The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob here, and welcome to The Money Podcast. Now, this is going to seem like a bit of a left-field one, so stay with me. But I love analysing business models. I'm really interested, excited about business. I see business in everything. Uh, And by business, I don't just mean making money. I mean solving problems. I mean creating enterprise. I mean making people's lives faster, easier, better, more convenient. I mean being creative. But there's something that has got me absolutely hooked And I can't believe I'm doing a podcast on it, but that's football stickers. So as a kid, I'm sure many men listening, and maybe some women too, uh, absolutely loved football stickers. Uh, Since I did a little video on this, a few people have been sending me pictures of their Mexico 86 football sticker album, and of course all the Division 1 and Premier League sticker albums. Now, uh, my son's got very much into his match attacks and his Panini World Cup 2018 stickers. And I thought, hmm, this is a good opportunity for me to uh, have a reward for Bobby for his putting and his golf. Uh, Let's see how much he enjoys this. He's just starting to get interested in football. Um, He keeps threatening to be a Man U fan, which is a Liverpool fan. is like the worst thing ever. So if anyone's looking for a son, you know, uh, just let me know. I'm going to have to sell him. Uh, But he's really got into the stickers. And so I was just, you know, buying a few packs and... You know, giving him a reward for some good putts or good shots or a birdie or whatever. And I thought, you know what, why don't I get a sticker book and do it with him? Um, because I think that, you know, the things that you can do with your kids, obviously, that's a great gift. Golf is not just, you know, the fact that I want my son to be a good golfer. The gift of golf is the amount of time I spend with my son and the lessons we both get to learn through doing that. Uh, and so now Bobby and I probably spend half an hour a day going through our sticker albums, counting how many we've got on each page. We do a little tally of a score of who's got the most on each page. Uh, And every time he wins one, that matches, so I get to win one. Uh, And I've got absolutely hooked, so much so that sometimes I'll secretly open a pack of stickers myself. I'll sometimes go and buy some on eBay and stick a few in. Even when he's not there, I feel like I'm cheating on him. It's like, this has got me addicted. Now, uh, some things that it's done. So as a business model, it's taken me back to how I felt when I was a child. So, you know, what can we learn about this as entrepreneurs, business owners, or people looking to start up something? You know, is there anything you can do? You know, the smell of cooking or just creating a feeling or a memory. I remember my um, wife's sister, she, uh, there was this, um, I forget the name of it, but basically you could go on and take all the online photos in the form of memories. And you know, Facebook's really good, isn't it, of sharing with you on your anniversary last year and year before, and you could take all of those and you could put it into this photo album. uh, And then you could have that photo album essentially printed and sent as a Christmas or birthday present. And so that's capturing memories, emotions. And and, you know, those business models that can do that, I think that there's a lot of legs in those business models. So I think that's reason number one why it's such a great business model. Uh, it, it, It gets in the emotion and the memory of when you were young and when you were happy. The next thing is, it's just bloody addictive and there's no other way of putting it. If a 39-year-old, I'm I'm officially middle-aged in one year and yet I'm getting addicted to stickers. 
Uh, I'm sure I'm going to lose a lot of fans when I tell the world this, but I'm nearly 40 years old and I'm getting addicted to stickers. I've got this pile of about 30 that I haven't got that I want to stick in and I'm waiting for Bobby to get home, but I'm just like, get home so we can stick these in together. And oh, when you get a badge, when you get a badge and then the swapping. So it's just addictive. So, you know, business models like coffee or some cosmetics businesses, um, legal drug addiction business models. Of course, they've got to do good, you know, and, and I'd like to think that that the thread, that thing runs through the work that I do with you on this podcast, on my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Um, so assuming that there's a good ethical framework, then a, a business model that's addictive, that you need to keep coming back to, that you, that, which leads me to my next point is, where you feel like you need to complete it. So the thing with the sticker album, apparently, get this, it costs about 700 quid on average to complete a sticker book. Now the sticker book's a fiver, uh, and you get two or three packs in there, and each pack is like, what, 80 pence, something like that. Um, but because obviously it, the closer you get to completing, the less that you have got and the more that you uh, need and the more you have to buy to get those few that you haven't got, um, they sell for eBay on eBay for a premium. So, you know, you might buy a, a pack for ATP, but they'll often sell for a pound or one pound 20 or the, the badges or the foils, the shiny ones, they'll sell for one pound 50 or three pounds. These sell at a premium on, e premium on eBay. So, you know, this incompletion model, this addiction I need to complete. So, you know, maybe you sell photo albums or maybe, you know, you sell parts that uh, create a whole. Maybe you sell online courses, but there's modules that people need to complete. And then they get, uh, I don't know, maybe awards or certifications. And then there's another level and another level and another level. Um, and again, as long as that other level is ethical and you're not just selling, you know, other levels for the sake of it, that's also a great part of this business model, the incompletion. Uh, my dog barks on every podcast at the moment, sorry. Hey, honey, you all right? My kids are back. All right, then you have the uh, collection. So, you know, we all have to collect things, I think. I love collecting vinyl, I love collecting cars, I love collecting watches. I love collecting reviews, downloads, I love collecting clothes. Uh, you know, what do you love collecting? I think we all love collecting things. I think it, we have ownership, we have identity, we have something to talk about, something to swap. Again, something to complete, something to be interested in, something to be passionate about. So is there any type of your business model where people could collect things? Uh, I'll give you uh, some examples, I think, of companies that have done this well. So Audemars Piguet, the watch manufacturer, they make, they make so many limited editions. Uh, I've got here the QE2 cup, they made 200 of them. You might, you know, a standard Royal Oak offshore might be 20, 25 grand, but they can charge 32, 35 or something like this. Then it goes up to 50 because it's such a limited edition. You know, I've got enough Royal Oak offshores, I don't need another Royal Oak offshore, but this is a different Royal Oak offshore, but it's the same Royal Oak offshore. It's the same movement, it's the same everything. Ah, but this one is the 200 uh, limited edition QE2 cup or the Biblos, which they only made 50. And because they're, what are they, 50? 45, 50 grand. You know, could you have limited editions, BMW, and sometimes bring out limited editions of their M3s. Ferraris bring out the Apertas. So maybe your products and services, you could have limited editions. In uh, Korea, my book, uh, Money, is doing quite well, and they brought out a limited edition run with a new cover and some bonuses, and they've printed 3,000 of those. So you could have limited edition books. Hey, you know, that um, the desire for someone to collect something is strong. The force is strong in your customer. Okay, the next part of the panini, the sticker business model that I think is great, uh, is the interaction. 
So the thing is with the stickers is you go to the school and you swap, you know, the got need, got need, got need. Now, this is not just for men and boys, by the way. Um, my daughter, she's got the My Little Pony ones because we've got her involved and she loves sticking in the My Little Pony ones. Bobby takes his swaps to school, you know, he interacts with his kids. And you can have a kid that's a popular kid and the kid that's a not popular kid and the kid that's, that's a bit of the bully and the kid that's the bullied. But the stickers will bring everyone together um, because, you know, if, if, if the, the bully wants a sticker that the bullied kid has got, they're friends. So this social interaction, you know, we love going on forums and we love being in groups and committees uh, of people like us. And there's a forum for everything. And I bet you there's forums everywhere for Panini football stickers. The next thing is this ownership. You know, I feel like I've got this book and I feel like I'm completing it and I'm going to own something. I almost don't want to complete it. I almost don't want to finish it like a series on Netflix that you love the most. You know, this is another thing. Art, music, film. You know, how can they create something that they open all these loops of incompletion, you know, like where... I remember when I first watched Walking Dead uh, and the first two or three episodes, it wasn't just a cliffhanger to the next episode, it was a cliffhanger to the next series. There was a scene early on where and one of the characters was, uh, he was handcuffed up on a, a roof uh, and all you saw at the end of the show was he'd cut his hand off and his hand and the handcuff were there but he was gone and you didn't see him I think until the second or third series. So they're throwing all this uh, incompletion and desire to, you know, this fixation on what's next, more, 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 create and build and own something in, in not just in the next episode, but in the next series. So, you know, how can you get your clients and your customers and your business model for to have people feel like part ownership, like a co-op, you know, the co-op is, you know, like you feel like John Lewis, you feel like as a consumer, you own part of it. Could you create communities that people feel like they own the brand? You know, look at all the influencers on social media that you may follow. You know, you, you feel like you really support this person. You own part of the brand equity. Of course, what they've really done very well with Panini and the football stickers is um, they've got the teams that you can collect, the badges or the foils. They've got the legends. So you can take what you already do and create the same thing over and over again, but get people to want it. So Gillette have done that very well. You know, one blade, two blades, three blades, four blades, five blades, guards. You know, then they had the sort of the battery powered vibrating one. And God knows what they're going to do next. Uh, maybe lubrication is going to come out of it. I don't know. Um, and of course, now there's the online subscription business model for Razor. But Gillette have very cleverly basically repackaged the same stuff over and over and over and over and over, but maybe iterated it, improved it, or maybe sometimes it's just marketing to make you feel like it's something different. What a great business model, the Panini sticker business model. What can we learn as entrepreneurs, as creators, as innovators, as people who want to make more money, give more money, want to know more, make more, give more um, about that as a business model? Well, I've just shared some things. Maybe have another listen and think about how you can implement some of these, um, this magic that Panini have created into your business model. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. It's quite okay to love money. There's nothing wrong with loving money. There's nothing wrong with making a living. And it's even better to make a fortune. It is your birthright to be successful, to self-actualize and become the greatest person that you can be. That is your human destiny. And as such, money fuels and finances that. The more money you have, the more you can self-actualize and become the person that you're meant to become. Because at the very least, you can pay overhead so you free your time to go and give your gifts to the world. Or you can grow, fuel and finance the gifts that the world needs to see from you. Also, if you didn't know about my other podcast, it's called The Disruptive Entrepreneur. It's been going longer than the money podcast. It's got, what, 
265 episodes as I speak, probably more as you listen. Um, so make sure you tune into that one too. You can find that on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever else. Um, and thanks for following my work. I'm very grateful to you. Yeah.